Namaste and Hari Om. This is your host Kishore Trivedi, welcoming you to today's episode of Know Your Dharma program on Radio Naira. As you know, this radio program is part of Know Your Dharma initiative of the Hindu Society of North Carolina, and as such, past recordings of these audio clips can be found on the KYD tab of hsnctemple.org website. Today, I'm very happy to introduce our guest, Dhanesh Budram. Dhanesh, will you please introduce yourself briefly to our listeners? Namaste, Hari Om, Kishorji, and to all of the listeners. I am Dhanesh Budram from Miami, Florida. I'm a current master's candidate with the University of Florida. I'm also a pundit in South Florida, mostly serving the Devi Bhavan Mandir in Miami, Florida. My parents are from Guyana in South America. My ancestors were part of the indentured servants who left India and went to Guyana and the Caribbean to work on the sugar plantations for the British. And when they went to Guyana, they carried with them their culture and their dharma with them. Their Ram Chutamanasa, their Bhagavad Gita, were all considered as gold. And when they went to their new environment, they retained their dharma and continued many of the traditions that were present in parts of North and South India. And I'm very honored to be continuing some of these traditions. Yeah, in fact, I always marvel at uh, that group of people who went to the Caribbean and uh, maintained over a long period of time Hindu dharma. And I wish and I hope that same thing happens to the Indian Americans, yeah, uh, Hindu Indian Americans. Uh, so, Dinesh, our topic today is your interest in particular and growth in Sanatana Dharma. In that spirit, let us start with what is your motivation to be a strong Hindu? Okay, so I was born premature at 20 weeks and I weighed at one pound six ounces. I was very critical in the hospital and I spent my first five months there at Miami Children's Hospital. The doctors wanted to give up on me after a month and a half in the hospital and my father put a small murti of Mataji, Mother Durga, on my incubator and soon after, through medical intervention, I began to develop normally. Well, that's a very touching story around the time of your birth. Please tell us more about your childhood. So I grew up attending the Hindu Society of America slash Miami Lakshmi Narayan Mandir. My parents were actually founding members of the organization. And I used to help around at the Mandir and I always wondered and wanted to know why is the pujas were done. And I became very cu curious. For example, I did not understand the Vastu Puja and the Pran Pradesha that was done when we consecrated um, and began building a huge mandir. And there were times when pujaris from India would come to perform puja. And it was very difficult for me to understand what they were doing. Yeah, I wish our pujaris are trained to explain in English to the congregants, especially the young and the curious ones. Most of them uh, can say, can talk in Hindi very well, but not necessarily in English. Uh, Dinesh, after your graduation, 
from high school, you came to UNC in Chapel Hill to pursue your bachelor's degree. Tell us about your experiences at UNC as a Hindu student, both positive and perhaps some negative experiences. Sure. I began attending UNC in 2014 and I graduated in 2019 with my bachelor's in biology with minors in chemistry and Spanish. And as a Hindu student, my first experience with Hinduism on campus was actually with meeting the Hare Krishna West organization that would serve meals every Thursday. And through that organization, I met a student who was a devotee at the Iskan Nugaloka. He and other devotees would take me to events at the Mandir, such as the Govardhan Puja, Janamashmir, Ratha Yatra. And he would also take me to Gita studies at devotees' homes. I was also very fortunate to frequent the Hindu Society of North Carolina, a place that felt very relatable to the Mandir I attended growing up. Some of my friends took me to HSNC about once or twice a school year for special pujas, such as the Ganesh Utsa Festival, Navaratri, Purnima, Holika Dahan, and other observances. I went to the Vijayadashmi and I was able to see a very large scale reenactment of uh, the Ramlila and also the burning of the Ravana effigy. I also attended some other programs at HSNC, such as an Ayurveda class, which I thoroughly enjoyed since I hope to be a physician one day. Another mandir that I learned a lot from was the Sri Venkateshwara temple. And I really enjoyed learning about the South Indian traditions there when I visited with friends. Once a religious studies professor at UNC was kind enough to take me with her class to the Mandir for a tour. It was enriching to learn about the different traditions such as worshiping Bhagwan Vekanteshwara and the small mandaps outside with Hanumanji or Narasimha or Sudarshan Chakra, etc. Also other Mandirs I attended while in North Carolina were the Baps, Swami Narayana, Mandir and uh, Gurudwara, and I also really enjoyed learning about those traditions and being immersed in those environments. Yeah, it's wonderful that you were able to visit all the Triangularia temples. I would like to urge our temples to make sure that all the Hindu students at Triangular Universities are aware of these opportunities. And of course, I know that the transportation can, can be a problem because many of the students don't have the vehicles. And therefore, I urge all local temples to arrange uh, regular visits by college students. Uh, for example, at HSNC, I believe we not only welcome such visits, but we'll be happy to pay the charges of transportation. I wish more students can avail of that and uh, give us the Uber bill, for example, and we'll be happy to take care of it. We would want all the students at the local universities feel comfortable and keep coming regularly to the temples in the local area. Danish, tell us more about your experience with some of the professors and courses in Asian and Religious Studies at UNC. Sure. So at UNC, I took two Asian Studies slash Religious Studies courses, and both professors really taught me how to understand the religion from a scholarly perspective and not just as a practitioner. I took a class about South Asian history and culture um, during my second year at UNC and the professor was actually a scholar of Ramlila. And during that same semester, she was actually teaching a class about Ramlila and the production. 
and she was actually teaching a scene where Bhagwan Parshuramji, who was the sixth incarnation of Bhagwan Vishnu, met with Lakshman Lakshmanaji after Bhagwan Sri Ram Chandraji broke the bow of Bhagwan Shankar. Another class I took at UNC was about dance and in Bali knowledge in the Indian context. And the professor I had for that class really helped me to better refine my writing and research methods and to become more articulate. I learned a Kuchpiti dance piece and I was actually the worst dancer in the class. However, I really enjoyed learning about classical dance as an art form and as a medium of worship. Both professors taught me about Hinduism and encouraged me to grow and appreciate my heritage as an Indo-Caribbean Hindu. That's wonderful. Uh, I, I, I wonder whether many of the students at UNC know, this, know about these opportunities and perhaps uh, there are organizations that help do that. And I'm very happy to know that there are such faculty who encourage you to further grow in your Hindu identity. I understand that you were able to mentor other youths during your time at UNC. Yes, so I was fortunate to teach a few classes with an organization known as Splash. What does Splash stand for? So Splash, I'm not sure what the actual acronym stands for. However, it's a program that was started at Yale University where it encourages high school students to go to colleges in their area and actually take classes for one day um, taught by um, bachelor students. And I was actually fortunate to create and teach my own curriculum about Hinduism in Guyana. And I taught four classes while with UNC Splash. And even though my classes were not heavily attended, I posted videos of myself teaching about the different devis and devatas, Hindu philosophy, the history of my ancestors going to the Caribbean and continuing their practices. And it was a really enriching experience for me. That's wonderful. And perhaps maybe if you have a one hour talk on that, maybe we can have you give that talk uh, in our KYD um, program of lectures. Um, so that's wonderful. There is a very active Hindu Student Association at Duke that I helped start around 1999. I understand there's a similar organization at UNC. Tell us about that Hindu student organization on UNC campus. Sure, I'd, I'd be proud to speak about, you know, that in a, a separate um, radio cast if possible. So I was a part of the Hindu Yoga chapter at UNC and I made some great friends there. Although there are times where I felt like the club was somewhat of a social club, I was able to perform pujas on campus and meet with like-minded Hindus. Being a Hindu student was sometimes difficult for me due to not eating meat since there were not many vegetarian options on campus. Also, I lived on campus and didn't have my own car, so I could not travel for food or go to mandirs, etc. There were times when I wore kurtas on campus and some students stared at me. Other students were surprised at the turkey on the, t on the back of my head. And there were also times on campus when I spoke to my non-Hindu friends about being Hindu. And sometimes I had to respond to very common misconceptions, such as explaining why, 
we respect the cow and animals or yoga as being an authentic Hindu practice. Being away from home, I felt like I was the only Indo-Caribbean Hindu or sometimes even the only Hindu who cared about doing pujas for his special days. However, through learning more about Hinduism myself, it made me feel stronger and better about myself. I was fortunate to have had my Upanayasan scar after my third year and met my Guruji Swami Chitganan Parivrajakji of the International Brahm Rishi Mission. And by having the Guru Mantra and his guidance, it was better able to help me cope with studying and helped me become a stronger Hindu. I actually had small murtis in my room that I used to perform puja to. And I also made a small space so I can meditate or pray. In addition to listening to my Guruji, I also listened to Swamis and Pandits who were of similar Indo-Caribbean upbringings, such as Swami Prakashanandaji from the Chinmaya Mission Trinidad and Tobago, or Pandit Tibetan Prasad Sharmaji, who also studied with Swami Prakashanandaji while in India. In addition, another person who I was greatly influenced by was the late Sri Prakash Gosaiji from Guyana, who was a very great teacher of Ramchatamanasa. So before we proceed to the last part of the interview, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back uh, with this uh, fascinating interview with Dinesh uh, Budram. So don't go away, we'll be right back. 